Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host, live from Las Vegas. Your other host, live on the East Coast, the one and only Josh Applebaum. Josh, how are you today? Pritch, I'm doing great. Happy Monday, my friend. And uh, today's going to be a fun show. we got a lot, of, a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll talk uh, the only five baseball games today, Pritch. We'll talk some baseball. Talk to our buddy Derek Carty, a VEASAN contributor who's great with uh, MLB Futures. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk some baseball. Uh, and then, of course, Pritch, a lot of NFL preseason. i got some betting systems I want to share with All you. Right. There's one line in particular that's on the move. Uh, i got some win totals. Maybe we can get into this later. i got some data from John Ewing at BetMGM looking at uh, the ticket count and the money count for different win totals in the NFL. So a lot to get to here, Pritch. I'm excited. How are you doing? Big Monday, my friend. Big Monday. Happy Monday. Off the weekend. A festive weekend. Um, A little birdie told me, though, you had a hot weekend in terms of betting. So uh, we'll get to that (laughs) as well, Uh, Josh. uh, And then also Ben Fox is going to be on the program. Uh, Market updates all over the place when it comes to sports betting. Uh, Derek Cardi, looking forward to that appearance in a matter of minutes uh, in regards to what we need to know about betting baseball coming up. So looking forward to that. And then perhaps a celebrity sighting at the Patriots training camp. So a lot to get to. Um, But Mississippi, uh, the state of Mississippi has the lowest vaccination rate in the nation, 41.8%. But yet Lane Kiffin uh, has gotten the Ole Miss football program to 100%. So Lane Kiffin has Ole Miss focus right now. Is that an angle that we can back perhaps uh, with the schedule coming up? 
I do kind of like that, Pritch. It's like, hey, let's not go political. It doesn't matter what side you're on. We want to play, and we don't want anything to hiccup our season. So I think this is a good move by Kiffin. Obviously, the other thing, Pritch, I noticed was he lost 30 pounds mm-hmm. during the offseason. So I, maybe he's following the uh, the Tom Brady, the Ben Roethlisberger uh, method here, but obviously a guy who is committed to his craft. Uh, and I think just goes to show you, this is a guy that you know has bounced around, been in a bunch of different schools, uh, known as a great offensive mind, learned from some of the best coaches ever. His, you know, his dad was a great offensive or a coordinator as well. So mm-hmm. to me, I think you tip your cap and say, hey, uh, you know, you, depending on your stance on the vaccination, we all know that, hey, if you're vaccinated, you have a, you have a smaller chance to get it, smaller chance to spread it. And if you're committed to your team and to your brotherhood and what you're trying to accomplish this year, uh, obviously being vaccinated and getting to 100% is a great sign here. So uh, perhaps the props to Kiffin and Pritch, maybe you can help uh, help me lose a few pounds here. Give me his method. <laughs> the TB12, what are you doing? What are you, what are you waiting on? It's just TB12. You lose all the weight you want. You'll, you'll look exactly. like Exactly. I know, right? And hey, but the avocado ice cream, eh, uh, not the greatest, but definitely you. staying hydrated. That's one big thing, Fred. That's right. a big part of it. Speaking of Tom Brady, Bruce Arians came out and said that his players, everybody's going to play uh, in that first preseason game. We're, uh, you know, we have well, week one of the preseason coming up this week, Josh. So I don't know if that's impertinent information or not. But yet, here you go, Bruce Arians uh, setting the tone. At least everybody's going to prepare as if they're playing uh, this week. Yeah, I think it's a really important thing here. And, you know, we'll dive into a lot of these preseason trends and stats and things that I look for. You know, we keep going back to that Hall of Fame game where, number one, if just a move jumps out at, at, at you and kind of slaps you in the face, Pritch, like that Steelers minus one and a half to minus two and a half, the under in that spot, those are the easy kind of ones you can look at. Doesn't mean they're going to win every time. We get to a game coming up here with Jacksonville that uh, we're seeing a similar sort of thing. But I think this is important. You know, one thing that I would stress, you know, just in general, when we talk preseason betting, you do see an edge toward dogs. Uh, you see a situation. Also with unders doing very well. You look at the last seven uh, preseason years, uh, preseason seasons here, Pritch, uh, the unders 57%. So that's something to keep an eye out for. Uh, also in terms of dogs, one thing that I've noticed, you know, dogs are about 52% ATS uh, in the preseason. The other thing, though, is you really want to isolate dogs who are playing an opponent who missed the playoffs last year. That's really a sweet spot. You look at those situations, about 54%. And then also um, a dog who made the playoffs versus an opponent who missed the playoffs. It's kind of these angles where, you know, who's it more important to? Is it a team that is being undervalued or a team that's being overvalued? We talk about, you know, head coaches have different tendencies, you know, coaches like Harbaugh with the Ravens, who's fantastic ATS and really wants to win every single game. Other coaches who doesn't mean as big to. So uh, just, and the other thing in terms of what you said, Pritch, Mm -hmm. being on Twitter, Twitter is so important to me as a resource to use as a sports better, because we can look at, you know, each individual. If we put in the time and effort, the info's out there. We can start to read these beat reporters, who's going to play, who's not. So right off the bat, Pritch, looking at Cincinnati and Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. Saturday night, 730. It's minus six right now, that preseason game uh, for the for the uh, the Bucks there. Right. If you're going to have a lot of your starters play early, maybe you target a first quarter number, a first half number rather than the full games. These are all important things to keep in mind when you're betting preseason. Yeah, absolutely. Expecting those guys to probably be play a series or two. If they go three and out, they'll probably play a little bit longer. Uh, but Bruce Arians setting the tone. It's betting across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host, live from Las Vegas. Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, is live from Boston and live right now with us. Uh, cannot wait for this appearance. Derek Cardi. Uh, he is uh, VEASAN.com, also a point spread weekly contributor. Derek, how are you? 
Doing well. Thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for your time. You know, I, I look up. Okay, we we're back to the marathon uh, with Major League Baseball, and I look up, and there's like 50 games left of the season. I'm like, okay, where'd the season go? We just had the all-star break. So uh, these races are tightening up, Derek. Uh, certainly one team in particular I'm interested in, the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, can they make that run? Obviously making a run forward, a wild card situation, but can they make that run in the second half to make the playoffs? It's uh, it's tough because we are running out of games and the Brewers have, have a five-game lead on them and the Brewers are the better team. Mm. I like the Reds. I think we're going to see them perform well down the stretch, especially uh, you know now they're getting healthier. Castellanos is back. But I just I don't really see them you know getting over that hump to beat the Brewers. Mm. Derek, it's great to be with you. Great to talk baseball with you. You know I want to pick your brain a little about a little bit about the NL East here because this is a division that we've seen uh, you know a lot of wise guys I think were leaning on the Phillies here. You know you go back about a week, two weeks you know ago they were like plus 300, plus 400 to get back and win that race. The Mets were a big favorite. We've seen the Phillies now overtake the Mets. They've gotten hot. Actually the odds for both Wheeler and uh, and Bryce Harper have really skyrocketed for Cy Young and MVP. Uh, but what's your take on this race? You know, right now we have the Phillies even money plus 100 to win that division. Braves plus 210, Mets plus 210. Braves are still kind of hanging around there. Uh, Derek, who do you like to win the NL East and what number do you think has value right now to win that division? I like the Phillies. I've been telling people all year to bet the Phillies. Um, the odds you're getting on them now are considerably worse than you would have, you know, like you said, a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago or at the start of the year. But the Phillies project as the best team in this division um, by a good amount, and they have the lead now. So uh, if I was going to place a bet here, again, I would have rather have done it earlier. But I do think the Phillies are who I would put the money on. Um, maybe the Braves. I think the Mets at this point are – they project as the third best team over the rest of the year. And so at their odds, they would, they would definitely be out for me. You know, Derek, when you look at the NLE, certainly the divisional winner, uh, that's who's going to make the playoffs. Uh, the wild card situation kind of gets dicey. Uh, but then when you look at the NL West, though, uh, and the Padres uh, kind of slipping here to tease the injury. Snell had a good outing, but yet it's against the Diamondbacks. He can't pitch well against playoff caliber teams. So uh, where are you with the Padres? I mean, can they hold on uh, to this wild card positioning? I think they'll be able to hold on for a wild card spot. I don't think they have any chance whatsoever at the division. I think mm. they're they're dead and buried in that regard. Yeah. Well, Derek, you know, sticking with that division there, the NL West, I want to ask you, you know, who you like to win that division. What we're seeing is pretty interesting. You know, the the Giants are a team that people don't really believe in. It's like, okay, at some point we're going to have to believe in them. They keep winning and they keep playing great, but they're up four games right now on the Dodgers uh, in that in that race for that NL West. But the interesting thing, Derek, is that the Dodgers are still a minus 140 favorite to win that division. So even though they're four games back, they're still favored to win the NL West. Right now you can get Giants plus 100. Which ticket would you rather be on right now? Would you rather be the Giants even money plus 100 up four games, or do you think the Dodgers can turn it on? Would you buy low maybe on that minus 140 for LA who loaded up with all these uh, players of the deadline to win that division? Yeah, I think I'm on the Dodgers. I wouldn't, I mean, I, I think they're more or less like fair lines, but I do have the Dodgers projected to win this division, even though they're still losing by four games at the moment, even though San Francisco just won't go away, no matter how much analytics <laughs> don't like the Giants, they're just not going away. Uh, but the Dodgers do project via my projection system uh, to finish uh, finish up in that division by two and a half games. And so that's, 
that's just where the math says it. it's the dot. The Dodgers are so good. Like it's crazy. If you would have told me back in April, oh yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be the middle of August and the Dodgers are gonna be four games back on the Giants, I would have thought you were crazy. Um, but they're they're just so much better than everybody else in baseball. And they've made all these moves lately. I think you have to go Dodgers. Yeah, it's incredible. Really, you look on paper, and it has to be the Dodgers. Like you just said, Derek. But then, lo and behold, on the diamond, though, it is the Giants at this point. Uh, Milwaukee, they take on Chicago. They're on the road against the Cubs. Uh, Peralta is a pitcher that you like in today's game. Uh, yeah, uh, Peralta is, is fantastic. Um, Peralta has been one of the best surprises of this year, in my opinion. Like he's a guy who was a prospect coming up, had potential, um, but then he had some issues. People thought maybe he he relied too much on his fastball, and this year he's just been he's been fantastic. He's one of the probably one of the top you know top ten or fifteen pitchers in all of baseball at this point. Derek, before I throw some games out here today, again, there's only five, so it's kind of easy for us to go through each one. But one more question for you about a division race, because, again, I think right now, depending on your, your takes on these these different teams and how this thing could play out, you can get some decent plus money for some of these maybe dogs that are kind of making a move here around the bend. But uh, the AL East, uh, Derek, you know, you have the, the Red Sox who are ahead of that division pretty much all year. They've really stumbled here. I'm in Boston. A lot of the talk is, hey, they really didn't do enough of the deadline, and it was kind of demoralizing for the team. Uh, but they will get Chris sale back what's your take on who will win that division Derek because right now the Rays are up four games they're in first place four games up on the Red Sox but before you know it I mean the Yankees are only down six and a half they were invigorated at the trade deadline getting Rizzo and Gallo the Blue Jays only seven games back this thing is tightening up Derek the Rays are minus 145 to win this division Red Sox plus 250 you have Yankees plus 600 the Rays plus or uh, the Jays plus a thousand do you think this is just hey the Rays the chalk they'll win this division or do you think the Yankees the Red Sox the Blue Jays can make a move here. Red Sox are the team I would have the least interest in at their odds. It's one of these situations again where I think I think the odds on the favorite are about right. Like Tampa Bay does project to win this division, even though they project uh, to be the fourth best team going forward the rest of the year. Given their lead, they still project to win this division by about three wins, according to my projections. But if you're getting Yankees, would you say plus six hundred, Jays plus plus a thousand? Uh, they're only projected to lose by by four four or five wins, and so uh, I don't mind uh, taking a shot on a team like that, uh, given their odds. We're speaking with Derek Cardi, vcin.com, a writer for vcin.com, a point spread weekly uh, contributor as well. Derek, so looking at these games, um, I mentioned the Reds earlier. Uh, they're on the road against Cleveland. Cleveland is dog at home, plus 160 out here in Vegas, uh, nine and a half as well the total. Uh, there's a pitcher that you don't like uh, today. Uh, worst starting pitchers today, Sam Hinches. Um, let me know uh, what you don't like about him because I'm trying to decide about that total uh, as well as laying that 175 for Cincinnati. Yeah, I actually don't mind the odds on uh, um, on Cleveland today, actually. Mm-hmm. Henkes is... is is not a very good pitcher. Like he's just, you know, <laughs> you know, he's terrible. Just, <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> I don't want to be rude. I don't know how to, how to say it. He's but, terrible. I mean, the guy has an ERA close to eight. He has an XFIP over five. His projected ERAs in basically every system is, is, you know, high fours or over five. Uh, I think the thing that is working in, in, uh, in Cleveland's favor today is that uh, he's coming out of the bullpen. He hasn't pitched um, very deep into games in a while. And so he might only throw, you know, three or four innings and a bunch of bullpen behind him, which, which could actually be a good thing for their chances of actually winning the game today. 
Jericho, I'll throw another one at you. Looking at the Yankees and the uh, the Kansas City Royals here. You know, the Yankees uh, lost yesterday to uh, to Seattle, but did take three or four of that series. They've been hit a little bit with a COVID bug here. Uh, Rizzo, uh, you know, Gary Sanchez. Chapman wasn't COVID, but he's out here with uh, an arm or a shoulder issue. But what do you think about this game? This is tie-on against Hernandez. Yankees are a big public favorite, getting seven, eight out of ten bets. I think a lot of recreational betters say, hey, late with the Yankees. They've been invigorated at the deadline here. However, I'm really not seeing any movement. Uh, you know, Derek, to me, this is what I call kind of a line freeze. If everyone's betting the Yankees, you know, at minus 170, why haven't they gotten up to minus 180, minus 190? They've kind of stayed where they're at. Tells me maybe a little liability on the Royals here. Also saw a move to the over, nine and a half up to 10. Uh, it's a really hot night at Kauffman Stadium. The wind is blowing out. Uh, some good conducive elements here to possibly an over. What's your take on this game? Could you be intrigued by the Royals here? And, and also uh, any any take on that total? Yeah, I think the total looks fine to me, but I would absolutely have interest in betting the Royals money line here. They they project as the best value on the slate today, betting the Royals. Um, and part of that is just just kind of the New York Yankees bias. You know, we uh, we've seen it plenty of times in years past where the Yankees are overrated by betting markets because they're the Yankees. And uh, while they were struggling earlier this year, that kind of went away. But I think that's kind of coming back now. They made the moves at the deadline. Like you said, people see them as being invigorated. Um, so, uh, so I think there's absolutely value on the Royals today. Derek, taking another look at uh, some of these other games, too, with, when it comes to the White Sox, uh, we, we had that paper discussion with the Dodgers, right? The Dodgers on paper, how are they not in first place? Uh, the White Sox are in first place uh, comfortably, but yet on the road a little bit uncomfortable, 28 and 26 uh, on the road so far this year. They're on the road against Minnesota, laying a big number, minus 190, uh, the total nine and a half. Have you figured out the White Sox? Uh, can you give me some information about this uh, ball club in terms of how they can perform better on the road? I mean, generally home road splits tend to be more noise than anything else. You know, there there's a home field advantage, but it – uh it kind of applies to everyone evenly and then mm. teams just kind of vary around it based on, based on variance and sample size. So uh, I can't, I can't offer you too much other than, other than variance. Okay. Uh, but I do think the value is on the twins today. Derek, so, uh, and again, so thank you so much for joining us. They love getting your take on these games. But uh, one that we kind of mentioned but didn't really is Miami and San Diego. Uh, so this is Zach Thompson against Joe Musgrove. You know, what I've seen here, Derek, big line move to San Diego at home. The Padres open as a big favorite around minus 210, but they've been steamed up all the way to around minus 250 here. So, uh, you know, this is kind of a philosophical question, you know, in your opinion as a better, you know, do you like this big move toward San Diego Padres? Do you flip it and say, hey, this line's too high for me? Maybe I target get uh, a run line, a minus one and a half, minus 120, or do you say, hey, the steam to the Padres is so big, I'm getting a much better number inflated-wise on the Marlins. Just your take on this game and how you handle big numbers and big moves. If you're late to the party, you're getting it late, does that make you lay off? Do you go run line? Just your take overall in these big favorite situations. Yeah, it's all going to depend on, on the exact situation, the exact projection, the exact line. At this point, the line for the Padres looks fair to me. Uh, the line on the other side looks fair to me. I think it's it's negative EV to bet either of those sides. Uh, if you want to bet the Miami run line, I think maybe there's a little bit of value there. But otherwise, this is a game that I think I'd stay away from. We're speaking with uh, Derek Carty, uh, vcin.com writer, also Point Spread Weekly contributor. Uh, Derek, all these games, just five games for sure, but also the updates on the playoff races, we can find all that, vcin.com, uh, as well as your work with Point Spread Weekly. Uh, these pitchers that the 
today's best starting pitchers, today's worst starting pitchers. All this information is useful for us, certainly as betters. Uh, anything else you want to highlight uh, that we can focus on? Um, I mean, I think we pretty much covered it. You know, I, I think that the value today really is on the Royals, okay. it's on the Twins, maybe a little bit on the Indians. Um, and uh, if you're doing player props, I think uh, the under on Jamison Ty on strikeouts, um, the under maybe on Freddie Peralta's strikeouts. I think those are those are some good bets too. Derek, quick one for you, just in terms of MLB awards. You know, one thing I'm looking at is obviously the Cy Young, the MVP, Rookie of the Year. But I really want to ask you about the National League Cy Young because this kind of is kind of an, a wide open race here. You know, you're looking at the updated odds at BetMGM. Zach Wheeler, a guy who's been great, really turned it on last month or so. Part of this big move with the Phillies in that division is not just uh, Bryce Harper, but but Zach Wheeler. These two stars really pacing this team. But right now, uh, Derek, you have a kind of a bunched up group of players. You have Zach Wheeler plus 200, the favorite to win the Cy Young in the NL, uh, Walker Bueller plus 260, uh, Woodruff plus 450, Burns plus 475, Gosman plus 600. Then you have a bunch of guys that are a thousand or, or higher. But just your take on the Cy Young. You know, if you're betting this award, who are you putting your money on? Who do you like thus far? And who do you project uh, to perform even better and hopefully win this award at the end of the year? Yeah, betting awards are tough because it's not just performance that you're trying to project. It's also performance and the way that voters perceive that performance. Uh, so like Walker Bueller, I wouldn't have any interest in. Like, I don't think he's the same caliber caliber of pitcher as these other guys. Um, but he is on the Dodgers, so he's going to win games and voters like wins. So it's, it's very complicated. For me, I think I would probably put my money on either Woodruff or Burns. I think the Brewers are more likely to make the playoffs than the Phillies are. But then the problem is they might split the vote. Anyone, you know, who's going to vote for a brewer, they might, you know, kind of siphon votes from each other. So it's it's really tough. Um, I would probably, if I'm going to bet on one, I'd say Woodruff. I think the odds on him are the best. Or a long shot guy, maybe like Aaron Nola, who projects to pitch really well down the stretch, has had a lot of bad luck this year. But if he goes out on a tear, you know, the next couple months, uh, especially with Philly leading that division, I think I see him at DraftKings at a plus plus uh, 150 to one, it looks like. So you could take a shot on a guy like that too. He's Derek Hardy, vcin.com point spread weekly contributor. Derek, thanks again for your time. Yeah, thanks so much. Absolutely. There he goes. A lot of great information right there, Josh. Um, only five games on the schedule today. Uh, but again, surprised that we're about under 50 games, right around 50 games left of the season. It's incredible. Yeah, it really is, Pritch. So a couple things, you know, uh, one thing that Derek mentioned, just a game today, mm -hmm. Kansas City Royals. You know, we'll dive into all these games. The fun the fun part, Pritch, we got another, you know, almost an uh, hour and 45 minutes. We'll see how these lines move a little bit. But I'm really glad Derek highlighted the Kansas City Royals because to me, that's your top line freeze play of the day. That's yeah. your top gross dog where everyone's betting Yankees, yet Yankees are minus 170 and they haven't moved at all. That's a teachable moment. Like anytime you have a, a popular play, but the line doesn't move at all, uh, I always look for line moves in general, but sometimes the lack of line movement can really, really tell you something because it's telling me that the books don't want to give out any any more plus money to the Kansas City spot there. Uh, and then also another thing Derek mentioned, mm -hmm. I think right now if you're betting these divisions right now, the way you can make money is that NL East, that AL East, and that NL West. Aside from those divisions, you have big favorites either way. But I think uh, Derek being bullish on the Dodgers, you know, the Rays, and then we'll see what happens with the Phillies. They're, they're looking good now. Could Atlanta make a move? I think it was a great conversation with Derek. Yeah. 
yeah, awesome conversation. I really love the bullpen angle, too. Uh, from the starting pitcher for Cleveland, and yet get to the bullpen, and Cincinnati might not have a chance either. So value uh, on Cleveland in the game uh, later on today. That's awesome information from Derek Cardi right there. Uh, come up on the program, celebrity sighting time at Patriots training camp, and then also exact Super Bowl matchups. We got the odds. Is next. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the Strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21, physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, BetMGM has uh, exact matchups uh, in this year's Super Bowl coming up. Uh, Chiefs, Buccaneers, no surprises, 10-1. to 1. I mean, would you, would you bet that right now? I mean, 10-1, to 1, grab that. Or uh, then you got the Chiefs, Rams, 18-1, to 1, other choices. Chiefs are all over the place. Chiefs, 49ers, 18-1. to 1. Chiefs, Packers, 25-1. to 1. Chiefs, Cowboys, 66-1. to 1. Yeah, Pritch, this is definitely a tough market. So, again, these exact outcome odds, you need these two teams, obviously, to play each other in the Super Bowl in order to cash this. You know, Chiefs-Bucks makes sense to me, 10-1. to 1. Uh, Not a great payout here overall, but obviously, you know, uh, would be a rematch here from last mm-hmm. year's Super Bowl. I think the Bucks. I- I'm more bullish on, you know, being representative of the NFC uh, in the Super Bowl here. The Chiefs, to me, Pritch, you know, what's interesting about them is, you know, I'm looking at a lot of these splits that we got from John Ewing, our buddy at BetMGM, uh, with their win total. Their win total is 12 and a half and everyone's taking the over yet. The under is juiced up uh, and that kind of is notable to me. So I'm, I'm a little questionable about the chiefs. I think they're going to be a very popular play. I think they're uh, as always, I hope this continues this year, you know, last year, Pritch, uh, it was like the chiefs would always win, but never cover and betting against the chiefs uh, was like really one of the most pop, most uh, profitable things to do last year. Right. So again, it makes sense to me. I just, I, I question the juice on their win total under. I also think that division might be a little tougher here. We've talked about the Broncos being, a team that could really jump up a bit. Maybe the Chargers are a little bit better. Uh, the Raiders are still that seven win total, minus 110 both sides, Pritch, where we don't know what they're going to be, but they could be competitive. They've played the Chiefs hard. Uh, and that Super Bowl hangover to me is something to be a, a bit concerned about. So if I'm looking for value here, Pritch, the one that jumped out to me, Buccaneers Bills, 25 to 1. Big payout, uh, obviously. Uh, and again, these are you know uh, bets that are going to be difficult to win, but uh, maybe you can do create a hedging opportunity later if these are in like kind of the final four mm-hmm. uh, overall here. But I, I'm just super high on the Bills as a team we've talked about quite a bit, Pritch, uh, that continues to build, get better. They inked Josh Allen to the big deal. McDermott's created a great foundation there. They've increased their win total every single year. Josh Allen's increased increased his completion percentage and just his overall QB rating every year. I think it's a team that you know they lose to the Chiefs. In in the in the uh, in the playoffs last year, but they made a leap there, and I think you're just going to see them continue to get better and better. And to me, I'd rather take a 25 to one uh, with the bolt with the Bills yeah. uh, in in the Bucks versus a 10 to one with the Chiefs in the Bucks. But what do you think, Pritch? Who are you expecting to meet up in the Super Bowl? Josh, it's fascinating to me though because of the the intrigue of a, a Super Bowl rematch. We could get that, which okay, 10 to one if you're you're betting on that, right? But what I'm focusing on is the fact that there's not a lot of choices. I mean, it's the Chiefs. <laughs> It's the Browns uh, and the Bills, really, when it comes to the AFC. And then the NFC is Green Bay and Tampa Bay. I mean, after that, if something were to happen on those five teams, with those five teams, a significant injury or something like that, it's wide open this year when it comes to the Super Bowl. 
I agree with you, Pritch. And again, it kind of, you know, usually seeing different teams, different matchups, different opportunities. Right. It's really, as you said, a lot of bucks, a lot of chiefs. So on the one hand, you know, there are a lot, there's a lot on the line with a lot of these props for, um, you know, for the sports books, because it's that their limits aren't huge with these bets, but also if you cash a 66 to one, a 50 to one, I mean, you're going to make a huge, uh, big payout there. That's going to hurt the book a bit. So I think the fact that the book is kind of telling you, Hey, we really expect the chiefs and the, and the, the bucks to be ahead and shoulders above everyone else uh that's kind of uh you know pulling back the curtain and letting uh letting you know as a better the odds makers are really high on these two clubs mm-hmm. here so uh pritch to me these type of bets i'm not huge into you know I, if you want to take a shot i kind of feel like they're kind of parlay ish yeah where if you if you hit them it's great but also your your odds of hitting this are pretty low to me i would devote a lot more of my money you know hard-earned money to uh win totals to, to things that i feel like i have a, a better a better feel for i think to me this is a five dollar have a little fun bet <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, put all your bankroll into this exact outcome. Odds. No, do not do that. Uh, do not empty a bankroll on this bet for sure. One of those bets. Uh, like I said, though, I mean, it's revealing, though, in terms of what we feel or what people feel about the five teams that are favorite to go back to the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl. So uh, the Chiefs revamped offensive line, defensive questions. Buccaneers, have, they have everybody back. Yet, you know, 25 to 1 for Buccaneers and Bills, 20, uh, 30 to 1 uh, for the Buccaneers and Browns. So a little bit more uh, credit given towards the Chiefs' way, even though they lost the Super Bowl against Tom Brady and a bunch last year. Uh, fascinating. Fascinating. Coming up next on the program, though, we saw a whole bunch of new coaches get hired in college football. How about coaches on the hot seat? Can you back that? It's coming up next. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time to consider the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and College Guide. Reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access to get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe welcome back to the show it's betting across america mike pritchard josh applebaum your host today and so josh uh, we were talking about coaches newly hired coaches last week uh, and you know those, those situations what to look for staff and everything continuity if you can have it uh, what about coaches on the hot seat perhaps maybe they're on the hot seat you just never know but uh, some of these situations are interesting to me though so let's start with clay helton uh, the usc trojan head coach expectations certainly are pretty high with the Trojans. Now, I don't know why, but they are uh, in terms of winning a a playoff or getting to the playoffs or winning a championship even. Uh, But yet they contend for the title all the time in in the Pac-12. So, uh, Clay Helton, do you believe he's on the hot seat? And are you looking for angles there to bet with Clay Helton? 
Yeah, I think so, Pritch. I mean, look at his record so far at USC. Pretty good, pretty decent, 45-23 and 23 overall. You know, he had a couple really good years, 2016, 2017, 10-3, 11-3. Uh, you know, the shortened pandemic year last year, he goes 5-1. and one. It was really that kind of 2018 season going 5-7, and seven, I think, maybe started these conversations about being on the hot seat. But was notable to me, Pritch, you know, number one, you can lean on Keaton Slovis, who is one of your top contenders for mm. the Heisman Trophy. Highly touted quarterback, uh, really good numbers so far, expecting him to take another leap here and be in that Heisman conversation. Right now he's plus 2,800 to win the Heisman. Uh, I think he's about the seventh best odds overall, bunched up with a lot of other quarterbacks here. But Pritch, the notable thing to me when you're looking at uh, this win total is that the unders juiced up a little bit. Minus 115, eight minus uh, eight and a half. So again, a team that went five and one in a shortened year last year, you think, hey, got some momentum, battled through adversity during that COVID year. But going into this year with this stud Heisman candidate quarterback, you're not juicing up the over, you're juicing up the under. So maybe it could be a situation where Clay Helton is closer to a 500 type record, which could put him on the hot seat. It's notable to me that we think of USC as this kind of football, uh, you know, football factory, the days with Reggie Bush and Liner and Pete Carroll, but he could have some issues here. The unders getting juiced up, not the over tells me that under eight and a half could be uh, kind of a sneaky play there with Helton. Yeah. Expectations are one thing, but then you have results and, and the results in Southern California is not what everybody wants right now. Either program <laughs> USC, uh, with Mike Bone, the athletic director now, full disclosure, he was our athletic director at University of Colorado, did not do a great job, did not do a great job. So he's trying to impress people out there uh, with USC. So we'll see what happens with Clay. Uh, how about Chip Kelly, though, a new athletic director again, expectations high, but yet their win total is seven. Uh, I think it's juiced up to the over here. Maybe expectations uh, and results might meet for Chip Kelly this year. I think so, Pritch. You know, so I would say on the one hand, he's definitely on the hot seat, but I think this guy's like immune to the hot seat. Like no matter what, he has these losing records and he still gets his paycheck, still gets his job. Like I, I it's, it's kind of hard to think of another coach that uh, doesn't really produce the results. And obviously, you know, earlier in his career, he was kind of the hot thing at Oregon, you know, flames out in the NFL with the Eagles. Uh, and again, really has not really done anything worthwhile really since kind of those early days with the Ducks. So Pritch, it, it, it's again, like, hey, this guy, it, it's a Surprises me that he's kind of maybe a reputation type play where you still think of Chip Kelly is like the sharpest offensive minded guy, you know, drawing up things that no one else can, uh, can defend, but really three and nine, four and eight, three and four. He's been a sub 500 every single year here mm -hmm. uh, with UCLA 10 and 21 overall. But kind of the ironic thing is that, you know, despite kind of this, uh, maybe this anti chip Kelly bias, just from the betting public who says, Hey, he's really not a good coach anymore. The overs getting juiced up. It's a seven. So it's lower than the eight and a half there with USC, but it's seven over minus one fifteen. So uh, to me, Pritch, it's like, you know, if you, if you keep touching the stove and you don't get burnt, maybe you're just immune. Maybe you just don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Kind of with Chip Kelly, like I feel like his record definitely puts him on the hot seat, but maybe not. Maybe he's actually getting slightly better. You know, he's kind of won, you know, gotten a little bit better kind of each year aside from, you know, last year. So maybe this is a situation where juiced up over seven. Maybe he finally gets back some of that mojo that we're used to seeing uh, years and years ago with the Ducks. No, he's just touching the cool spots on the oven. That's why he's not getting burned. Ooh, I mean, every, everybody's catching up to Chip Kelly. He had the pace, right? The the rapid uh, pace on offense. And now everybody's doing that in college football. The thing about that rapid pace, though, in college football, Josh, if you're not lighting up the scoreboard, you're putting your defense out there on the field repeatedly, repeatedly. So Chip Kelly with three, three losing seasons and all of a sudden expected to go over seven uh, with his win total in 2021. 
Yeah, and that kind of feels sharp to me, Pritch, just because, okay. you know, if you walk in, into a bar and ask someone, hey, what do you think of UCLA this year with Chip Kelly? They're like, Chip Kelly stinks, give me the under. However, it's being juiced up over. It always kind of it jumps out to me that if you think one thing in terms of a narrative or perspective, yet the books are doing the other, it's probably a situation where you should go with the books based on their juice movement. So, again, it's hard for me to put my money behind Chip right. Kelly. He just hasn't proven. And a great point by you, like, you know, if you're, if you're running this fast offense, but you turn it over, you don't score, you put your defense in a bad spot that can really spiral as a team where maybe the defense holds it against the offense or doesn't trust the coaching I think that's something that uh, could really be an issue here but again the fact that this seems like an easy under yet it's juiced up over maybe Chip Kelly will have a decent year this year the, the juice is kind of telling you they're a little bullish on him winning eight games or more yeah I think the sharps are on the fact that he has continuity he has an experienced quarterback uh, and that's everything uh, in, in college football continuity with head coach and quarterback, I think Sharps might look for that. How about Scott Frost out there in Nebraska? Now, our producer, Britton, he's a Nebraska grad. Uh, inside <laughs> information right there. Trev Alberts, uh, who played there, he's a new athletic director. How about that? So here's the theme. All these new athletic directors with these coaches that perhaps might be on the hot seat. So we should probably turn this over to Britton, our uh, our producer, if he's a Nebraska guy. We'll let him, uh, you know, carry this one here. But I would just say, definitely hot seat situation for Scott Frost. You know, four and eight, five and seven, three and five. You know, their their win total is really low this year. It's six. It's juiced up over minus one twenty. So another situation of, hey, seems like another bad year. Yet the juice is to the over. So maybe he surprises people. But Pritch, you know, I'm not like uh, Britton. I don't know Nebraska inside and out, but I do know that they take their football very very seriously out there. Right. Uh, and if he still he stumbles again has another, you know, below 500 year to me, this is a candidate. And by the way, we talk about these coaches, you know, keep an eye. There's going to be at some point, a lot of books that put out props first head coach to be fired. We get that in the NFL. Mm -hmm. It's a little harder to find in college, but to me of all the names that we've talked about to me, the C is the hottest for Scott Frost with the, with the Cornhuskers. Yeah. Over juiced up minus 120 right there. So continuity again, coach and quarterback, although there's been a lot of transfers out of that program, but you get a new athletic director clearly as a head coach, you probably feel like you're on the hot seat so maybe that's a motivational angle uh, to look at uh, for these teams right there and I don't know if I can say this on air or not with Nebraska the end for knowledge right that's what we used to say at Colorado so I, I don't know if that goes over well with Brenton or not we'll see during the break coming up next we got a market insight from Josh Applebaum with Major League Baseball that's next Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We all like summer Fridays, right? Well, here's a good reason to love summer Mondays at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM's Money Monday Club will add a $10 free bet automatically to your account when you place a total of $50 in wagers between Monday and Sunday. Take advantage of BetMGM's Boosted Odds specials, unique parlay offers, daily promotions, and live betting action. Download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com to be part of the Money Monday Club. Wake up to a $10 free bet every Monday just for betting $50 during the previous seven days. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer now available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, one more team with uh, Coach Praps on the hot seat. Uh, Jeff Brom out there at Purdue. Um, he had a winning season his first year, then 2-4 and four last year. Win total for 2021 uh, is five. Juiced up to the over. Yeah, Pritch, I'll put Brom right in the camp there with Frost. I think these are two coaches that, of all the coaches we've talked about so far on the show, yeah. these are the seats that are the hottest, I think, with Frost and with Brom. You know, you kind of just look at this guy's record. You know, seven and six year one, you can say, hey, transition year, above 500, we're building something. We're looking good. But it's really been steadily downhill ever since. 2018 goes six and seven. 2019, four and eight. 2020, two and four. You know, the 2020 year, just for all teams, all coaches, Pritch, I give him a little bit of a break just because of COVID and really it was unprecedented 
unprecedented year with weird scheduling, opt-outs, just something that no one uh, could have predicted and, and it was a challenge to everyone here. But uh, it wasn't just like that was a one-off. You had this trajectory of going down each year with Brom since his opener. So uh, to me, you know, when you're when you're a, co a college coach and we know that college athletics, especially college football, is so important in terms of money-making and TV rights and the mm -hmm. money that is generated by, uh, by winning schools uh, overall, you know, I don't think you can go three straight years with a losing record. I don't think you'll, I don't think you'll four straight years right. with a losing record. You're on by, you know, you're biting your your thumb or biting your time. I don't know what cliche I'm looking for here, Bridge, but uh, I think you're you're on a, a on thin ice when you when you have consecutive losing years. So to me, again, an intriguing thing. You know, the, the ironic thing is all these coaches. It feels like they're on the hot seat. They they played terribly, but all their win total overs are juiced up. It's mm -hmm. kind of weird because this one again with Brom is five, a really low number over minus 120. So another situation of, hey, not going in the right direction. It's hot. The seat is very, very hot here, but could they win six games? They're not juicing up the under. It's to the over. So that's uh, probably worth a look here. But Pritch, what's your take on Brom and of all the coaches we've mentioned? You know, Frost, Brom, uh, Chip Kelly, Clay Helton, who do you think the seat is the hottest for? Uh, probably Chip Kelly, I would imagine, out there in Southern California with UCLA, that program. Uh, Scott Frost, too, but uh, <laughs> Scott Frost, is he's a Cornhusker. Uh, but Alberts is there now to maybe fire a, a fellow Cornhusker. Who knows? Uh, I, I think, Josh, there's so much information, so many variables when it comes to college football. Boosters, uh, athletic director, uh, you're not winning enough games. You're not going to the playoffs. You're not doing this. It, it, the business of football, college football, uh, can get involved with these decisions with coaches. Certainly, uh, as better as we try to take in all that information, the players as well. But I, I, this is a great reason, if you ask me, to follow the data. Uh, and what you do when it comes to college football, because a lot of times with all these variables out there, following the data might be the best uh, path right there. Yeah, I think it's a great point by you, Prish, because again, you know, as betters, we all have our own opinions and we, we watch sports and we have our own eye tests that we do and we have our own narratives and then we get the influence by what the, the herd mentality is saying, right. what all the talk shows are saying, what your friends are saying when you hang out with them. So we're human, we're susceptible to these things, but I think if you want to be a successful sports better, you got to block out the noise. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a great book, uh, Adam Silver, uh, The Signal and the Noise, where he talks about, uh, and you hear this from a lot of like, uh, you know, famous investors, the Warren Buffetts, you know, all these different people who uh, really kind of don't fall into the trap of what the herd mentality is saying and kind of lean on the data. Because data, the thing about data is, Pritch, you know, you can manipulate it in small ways to make it look one way or the other, but it's real. And the bigger sample size you have and really the betting market overall, we're, it, we're in such a golden age with betting where so many books, the handles are the highest they've ever been. Um, you know, this data is real and we can lean on it. And we can, you know, look at different books, different areas. And if we see a common thread here, like, you know, hey, everyone says this team is going to be terrible, but then, but that, you know, why is the overwind total juiced up? I just think as a better, the more you can block out the noise and really look at the data and really go where the numbers are telling you, I think you're going to be happy long-term. You may not win every single bet. There's no such thing as a guarantee, but if you consistently block out the noise and go with where the data and the numbers are telling you, where's the public, where are the sharps, where's the smart money, where did the line open, how did it move, you know, how does certain teams in the situation and in, in the past line up, to me, you're going to be on the, the right track to winning long-term versus just, hey, gut instinct bias. That's where you get in trouble. Yeah, love it. Love it. Let's get to Major League Baseball. Uh, only five games on the schedule. Cincinnati at Cleveland. Derek Cardi was on the program earlier, Point Spread Weekly contributor, also vcin.com. Um, great information when it comes to the bullpen situation, starting pitcher bullpen situation for Cleveland. 
Yeah, and Derek does a great job. He really does a fantastic job for Visa. And I would highly recommend sign up for the Visa newsletter, visa.com slash newsletter. Uh, I have a Market Insights column there. Dave Tooley has his ATS report. We got promos for legal sports books, but I see Derek quite a bit putting in his uh, his trends and his breakdowns each day, which is a highly recommended read. Uh, Pritch, I'm going to go the other way. I'm actually going to take Cincinnati here. I like the Reds in this spot. You know, what I've seen here is the Reds opening around minus 160. They've been bet up to around minus 175. Sort of off the bat, you're matching some systems for me that I look at uh, non-division favorite steam 10 cents or more those teams are 221 and 137 62% this year uh, you also get interleague line moves on a favorite so typically with these interleague line moves uh, home favorites do even better because you got to play the style of the ballpark that you're in and the league that you're in whether it's you know ALDH or NL the pitcher hits uh, but just in general favorites of the line move 58% in interleague place so that would match with Cincinnati uh, also the Reds to me Pritch a team that could be worth buying Buying, buying on, you know, down the stretch here because they get Nick Castellanos back, really important person, uh, player to their lineup there to really lengthen their lineup. We know Joey Votto was super hot for a while, uh, but this is a team that uh, you kind of don't believe in too much, but they continue to win. And I think really it's a play against with Cleveland, uh, obviously Henches who may not go long, but uh, again, to start the game, he's got about an eight ERA. But I like the fact that, you know, this, the, these teams are trending in opposite directions where Cleveland sold off some guys, Terry Francona, their mm-hmm. manager is out for the year with medical issues. Cincinnati, especially with Luis Castillo on the bump today, Pritch, it's insane the turnaround that this guy has had with the Reds. He opened his first 10 starts, an ERA around eight. His last 10 starts, his ERA is 1.7. So this guy has really turned it around, picked it up. Interleague line move, uh, to me, uh, I'm going to go Reds here. I'm going to lay it with Cincinnati. Cincinnati just two and a half games back uh, of that wild card situation, too. So uh, looking at that angle as well in that game. Uh, how about Milwaukee and Chicago? Uh, the Cubs are at home here, plus 175. Nine is a total. Yeah, so I think all signs in just, again, you walk into a bar who poor people are going to bet. Milwaukee, mm-hmm. they have a much better record. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're looking good. They made some additions at the deadline. Cubs traded away everybody. But, Pritch, I'm not going to bet Milwaukee today. I'll tell you why. They opened minus 200. They're down to minus 190. Now, that would tell me that you have a little biting at the apple with some big plus money with the Cubs. Cubs would also be divisional dog high total. Do I really believe in the Cubs? Not really. But when I see a move like this where the line is uh, heavy betting public all over Milwaukee, yet it's dipped 10 cents, that's enough for me to lay off. So on the one hand, you could say, wow, I'm getting a much better number now. I'm only laying a minus 190 with Milwaukee instead of a minus 200. I get that. I totally understand it. But to me, this is this is what makes me lay off a bet. The fact that it's going to the Cubs. I don't really want to sweat the Cubs, but also don't want to go directly against a move. So I'm not touching this money line, Pritch. But what I would say, I like the under here. To okay. me, this is an under opportunity. The total open at nine. The ironic thing is the wind's actually blowing out around 10 miles an hour at Wrigley Field. But pros are not worried about that, Pritch. They're not taking the over. Everyone's betting the over in terms of the public, yet the total has stayed at nine, and it's actually juiced up minus 115. I see a minus 120. I don't know if this gets down to eight and a half, but a lot of liability to the under. So that just jumps out to me. It tells me pros aren't worried about the wind. Uh, and really with you know Peralta, who uh, our buddy Josh Towers has really said, hey, this guy, Cy Young candidate, mm-hmm. numbers are really good. I think he's seventh, eighth, eighth best odds. So it could be a buy low spot there. But to me, Pritch, a couple things 
things here. Uh, under five of the last seven with Milwaukee, they've played some uh, lower scoring games. You also have a divisional under trend where uh, divisional under public on the over yet the line stays the same or falls. That's around 54% this year. And then lastly, uh, Cubs at home, the last six against Milwaukee, five have gone under. So I'm going to go under here. To me, the move to the Cubs makes me say, hey, I'm not going to lay it with the Brewers. Uh, I'm going to go under nine minus 115. That's my play. Looking at one weather report too, Josh, you mentioned a wind blowing out 44% chance of rain uh, as well. So that might help you under. I hope so, Pritch. Unless uh, unless we get rained out and all this is for naught. Don't you love that when you like spend all day capping a game sure. and then it gets rained out? So we'll, we'll see what happens Less here. Less than 50%. You're okay, I think. 44%. Uh, Windy City, though, out there in Chicago. You never know. Uh, New York on the road against Kansas City. Uh, the big number, again, always with the Yankees. Minus 170, 10 is the total. Yeah, I'm really glad that Derek kind of uh, backed me up on this one. Mm-hmm. I like Kansas City here. Yep. I think to, to me, so this is your best gross dog of the day. Uh, one of the most lopsided plays of the day, Yankees, every time they take the field. Pritch, I saw, uh, real quick, I saw the movie uh, Catch Me If You Can last night, mm-hmm. uh, and it, there's this great quote where uh, Frank Abagnale, when they say, like, uh, how did you get away with all this? He said, uh, it's the Yankees pinstripes. Everyone falls in love with the pinstripes uh, that they just get mesmerized, and, and their brains are uh, all over the place. So it's just, that's the same thing in betting. Everyone sees the pinstripes give me the Yankees however you know Yankees are a public play 80% of bets line open minus 170 hasn't moved at all Kansas City would be dog high total at home super contrarian so I would lean Kansas City there and also keep an eye on the over I wish I got the over nine and a half it's now up to 10 but a lot of over money it got up to 10 and it's still juiced up over minus 120 this thing may even get to 10 and a half Pritch it's a very hot night and I got some systems here 90 degrees or hotter wind blowing out five mile an hour or more Uh, Uh, The over is about 56% the last decade. So I think we might see some runs here between uh, Tyon and Hernandez. All right. I love that system because here's a weather report. 92 degrees, wind blowing out 12 miles an hour. Uh, Beautiful hitting weather, (laughs) French. I love that. that. All right. Okay. They don't wear pinstripes on the road, though. That's true. So maybe, maybe only faded home here, Pritch. That's a good point by you. <laughs> okay. New York. Uh, okay. I like that overplay, though, to be honest with you. New York on the road against Kansas City. Uh, coming up next in the next hour, uh, we have a celebrity sighting we have to get to at Patriots Camp, uh, as well as our NFL deep dive into the National Football League. Uh, that's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough 
introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.